0: Welcome to the Austin Forum Upload, the podcast of the Austin Forum on technology and society. I'm Jay Boisseau, the executive director and founder of the Austin Forum, and I'm here today with a longtime Austin tech leader and Austin Forum attendee, who I'm happy to finally get on a podcast, Samuel Alexander, the CEO of Concept2 Consumption. Samuel, thanks for joining us.
1: Thank you for having me. It's great to be here.
0: So, Sam, before we jump into the topic of the day, which is how fashion is also a technology business and how your company is leading the way in that. Why don't you tell our audience just a little bit about yourself and how you got into both technology and fashion?
1: Well, Jay, it's a long story. I started out in the industry at, in school. I was studying uh, business and computer science, but back then we had punch cards. That's how long ago it was. And what I went to work for Levi Strauss. And we actually had laptop computers in 1975 that we could actually connect to our mainframe. It was a, it was a, a, a coupler on it and you put the phone in and, and we could dial into the mainframe. So we were able to write orders and do production and, ch- and check emails and all that type of stuff back in 1975. And since then, there has been no one in the industry that was offering those kind of technologies for our industry because we're such a niche industry. But on the other side of it, we're $2.5 trillion industry. So I decided at one point to s- develop my own software for the industry. I had a company called CyberLink, and we developed the first Microsoft software for the fashion industry. And that that, that was all proprietary systems. And when I saw SQL Server develop, then I realized that things were changing, so I moved everything to the cloud. So we developed our first cloud servers in 19 – I'm sorry, in 2001. And wow. we had our first – first cloud servers in 2001 we had our own systems I, I actually spent the money on the sql server and all the whole story you know the field behind that we running uh dell edge servers on the back end so that was in 19 in 2001 and i went through a divorce lost everything ha- had to start over and we had, i had launched and built out a complete platform for uh e-commerce and um the production end of our products from concept to consumption and after I came, after five years in divorce court and losing everything, I had to start over completely because the technology was old by the time we w- finished up the divorce. So one of my friends at IBM said, Sam, why don't you go ahead and finish your project? And so I st- it's been 2017 that I decided to go back to work on it and finish it up. So right now we have a complete ecosystem. We have an, an ERP pick. PLM and CRM system built on the on the foundation. We built in video conferencing and all the attributes that you need on the end. So you have a complete ecosystem that a company can come in right now. And what we do is API companies in that are, you know, you asked me earlier about, before we got on about the issues that we were having. There's a bridge right now that has to be built between the fashion industry and the technology industry. The technology in this industry doesn't understand the fashion industry, and the fashion industry doesn't understand the technology industry. So what I hope to become is that bridge for, for those industries, and we've built out a lot of technology already to, to be able to accomplish that. We're also focused in on nanobiotech products. We're looking at smart, smart networks, smart products, and, and and the complete Smart Cities integration of our products. And that's where our main focus is on product development now. And we just actually had a product that was uh, on the launch at NASA in December. We did the undergarments for NASA in December for a launch there for paraplegic uh, astronauts. Wow. So there's a lot of wow. things going on. yeah. So there, And it was actually f- featured on Good Morning America. And uh, the fiber, basically, we can actually take the body heat from your body, and we have a, a carbon fiber that turns it into far infrared and re- re- redirects it back into your skin. It, re- it reduces your cortisol level and increases your nitric oxide level.
0: Wow, so you're really involved in not just tech and fashion, but bioscience as well. Bioscience
1: and nanoscience also.
0: Yeah, so this is all fascinating. How did you get interested in the fashion part
1: of it, though? I Levi Strauss, when I was in college, came and they had these EEOC programs that they, had, they couldn't find blacks that were qualified for the programs that they had available. And they, had, they were on the mandate by the government to take and have Blacks incorporated into the corporate world. And so they pulled me out of college at Texas State in my junior year and sent me to their school in San Francisco. And it was probably the best move that I ever made because I got to actually go in and start and learn from the cotton fields all the way through to the end of the production cycle. And then they had IBM come in and and do PSS, professional selling skills for us, which at that time it was like 40,000 per person to get those, those courses done. And it was, you know, so it was a major move for me to make that move. But I was the best move I ever made in my life was going to work for Levi. And that's where I got really introduced into more technology because they were the leaders in technology at that time. And so, like I said, we had laptop computers in 1975 that we could dial into the mainframe with.
0: I I, I'm, I'm assuming they were more
1: like portable computers portable, than true, well there were couplers you had a coupler, yeah. coupler dial <laughs> yeah. in yeah, yeah i remember and, those well, yeah we had all the access to the to the to our inventories with we could write orders and, and actually it made us so efficient that our production would sell out in less than five minutes
0: I I never knew that Levi Strauss was a leader in the back office side in technology so this is fascinating for me I've been wearing jeans forever but I never you know, and Levi's one of my favorite brands, and I just never really dawned on me that there was that much tech, especially back, you said, 1975?
1: 75. Wow. And Jay, you know, the problem with most people look at our industry as a as a fashion show industry, and we really have very little to do in that part of the industry. You know, it's all about the science of the industry from, from the, the processes that we use to like right now, I've got a fiber which we're doing. We're actually creating a hemp fiber, and we've got two patents on it that we can degum it and make it like silk. And we're combining it with with the fiber that I was just talking about a minute ago, uh, and it'll be incorporated in many products, from beddings to sheets to linens, everything.
0: Wow! So, tell us a little bit about the technologies that you're currently using now in. Uh, concept to consumption, or C to C, as I see you abbreviate the company name a
1: lot. Right, C 2 C, Fashion and Technology is actually the corporate name, but C to C stands for concept to consumption. Okay. And what and what we basically are focusing in is we actually are creating products. And what we the terminology that we use for is utilitarian. The customer right now, since the, since the pandemic, has changed completely. They now are looking for a quality of life instead of a quantity of life. So we're, de- we're de- developing clothing that have a life cycle to it, and we have the ability to monitor from the raw materials all the way to the recycling of the raw materials in the life cycle of a product now. And we use that RFID chips and um, QR codes to be able to do that.
0: And so, what
1: technologies
0: are you using in your full stack of
1: concept okay. consumption? The consumption. I'll start out. The well, first thing we start out with ARV, XR, and it's all combined. And we have uh, the actual mirror that you can try the products on. We also have artificial intelligence, which will actually suggest and find products for you throughout the internet. We can scan okay, you. So stop
0: the- just one second. I want to make sure I got this. So you start with a person being able to look in one of your mirrors and use right. AR, VR, and you know XR to determine what they might, how they might look in something, and then right. AI is being used for suggestions for things that they can now see how they might look in it in the mirror. Is that what you said?
1: Correct. Okay. And it'll go and find the products for you with the, throughout the, the ecosystem of the internet and bring it back and suggest it to you. And as it learns from you clicking on the products you like, then it redefines offerings to you. So, and then what's the next step? The artificial intelligence we just talked about with the machine learning on the back. And then we do uh, bots and robots in the factory. Uh, we have one, of the, one out of three advanced manufacturing facilities that we built here in Austin. Uh, Gerber Technology partnered with us on it they gave us 13 million dollars the city gave us another million and acc took on the project to help us develop it and it is one of three in the world oh i want to take a tour of this facility sam right sure well, anytime uh, uh so you- that's one and we've got a sec a second one that is about to be finished in detroit that uh and so i've been working with the department of commerce they're the other ones that introduced me to the, to the people in detroit they came here and saw what we'd already done and they couldn't believe how far ahead of everyone else we were already Wow.
0: Okay. So now what technologies are you using in the selling of these uh, products? Now that somebody has seen themselves in this advanced mirror and has gotten some recommendations provided by AI, what's the what's the next step?
1: We're using a lot of predictive analytics as far as being able to know what the customer wants before they even know what they want. Because we have the ability to put trend forecasting on top of the products that, that they already They've already given us some information that they like. Then we can add trend forecasting and take them to the next level in their purchasing of their products. So we can offer them products that they don't even know exist and offer it to them on a trend basis versus just buying something off a rack. And t- let's talk about the
0: manufacturing. Where are these and how are these clothes manufactured? Is there any advanced technology in the manufacturing part of these clothes? My
1: uh, My largest partner right now is in China we have 3,000 workers in our factory. Uh, we have software that will scan you on a mobile app. I can scan you, it'll scan your body head to toe, and then it will take the, the numbers that you give us and incorporate it with artificial intelligence to do a fit for you. Then you can actually go onto our software and pick the products that you like, custom design it to your exact specifications, and then seven days later, it's made, and three to five days later, it's at your front door from China.
0: That is fascinating. So how big a business is this? I mean, in terms of uh, annual gross revenue or uh, something like that. We
1: are on just the frontier of it. So it's just a few million dollars right now. It's nothing major. But as we move forward with the problems that we've had with logistics, as you already know, and most people don't realize, but the Panama Canal has dried up down there. There's 200 ships sitting there that can't, can't come through right now. They're backed up now. There's just a lot of things going on globally with the war and everything else that is going to really affect that we have to be able to reshore everything back to the U.S. And that was my focus is reshoring because we were already having trouble in China. And so the big problem that I see right now and what we're in on is using hemp to reshore with and hemp will be our main product to reshore and use it as a base fabric and there's over 50,000 products that you can develop from hemp.
0: Wow. So so you're doing some advanced manufacturing with materials in the form of hemp on and some things you're doing with hemp to make it integrating and whatnot. Right. You uh, are using the advanced technologies to help people decide what they want to buy and be able to customize it. Is there anything um uh, anything any other technologies in here that our listeners would want to know about who are, you know, we're constantly teaching them about AI and blockchain and IOT and things like this, are...
1: We've been using and developing AI for the last 10 years. So we've got kind of a head start on everyone. Uh, We've already integrated our own chat GTP into our main platform. And basically, it's designed for specifically for our company. Anything that you want to ask it about our company, it will be able to answer. We're about to integrate the the communication part where your avatars will be able to communicate with you back and forth with the chat. So there's that the main part. And we're looking at robotics in the in the in the factories right now. Uh, there's all kinds of 3D design that's being done. I mean, you can basically create your own designs and 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 uh, the factory here. Once you have the, the, the design created, then it will run it through and adjust the actual fit of the garment to your size on the production floor. Now, Inside how are they creating their own designs? Are they using. We have, uh, we have a software program that you can go in and pick your design and actually design it from scratch. You can tell it what type of buttons you want, how many buttons you want, what kind of fabric you want, all that stuff. We have 100 trillion SKUs that you can pick from.
0: Is it using generative AI to create the imagery of the clothes, or is it using a interpolating between a bunch of different options?
1: We have the, different options on the front side of this. Now, the AI is being the, only used on the back end for for the CRM customer service and yeah. being on the front, front end for the user to interface with the system. As far as the production aspect of it, there's not a lot of artificial intelligence using the production part of it.
0: Got it. So what do you think is next for your uh, company? And do you think that this is is this something that you plan to license to other companies to change the way that they make design and sell clothes?
1: What we work on is decentralized collaboration. We're building an ecosystem where people can come in and become a part of the system. Right now, a designer, it takes a quarter of a million dollars minimum for a designer to start a line and, and just get it up and running. And with our new system, they can start a line and have it up and running in, in less than a week. So there's just so many new things that we'll be able to do that'll help newcomers. And what we look at is is, is is how to create cost-efficient products now that are sustainable. And our main focus is carbon credits and on the back end. So we're looking deeply into Web3 on the carbon credits right now. So that would be the back end of our software. Then we're also doing uh, the multiverse instead of metaverse where we're using AR to be able to create vir- uh, virtual stores that people can actually shop for for their products in and be able to uh, have a, a digital wardrobe and a physical wardrobe with NFTs.
0: Wow. Uh, so you're really using all of the advanced technologies. And, all the everything are,
1: uh... we're using. Yeah, we're using it as fast as it's coming out, we're developing it.
0: All right. So t- tell for me what your quantum thing. computing play is, Sam. Well, that's a little bit far out of my league. I'm gonna leave that one alone. Right, guys. I had to
1: find ones you weren't using yet. Okay, uh, most of my most of my partners are multinational companies. I work with a lot of the universities are, 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 that I work with, um, and then we have um, partners in Switzerland, in Italy, Germany, even Russia. I have partners now that we develop software f- in those countries, and our main software development team. There's over 500 guys on our main team. And then we have probably another 20 different development teams that are anywhere from five to 50 guys.
0: And where are your developers? Are they in the U.S.? They scattered around the world? Are they in all
1: all over the world? Most of them, the bulk of them right now are in India because a lot of what we're doing is just maintenance and and customization now. All right.
0: And what do you see as the next steps for your company?
1: Uh, At at this point, it's just a, a controlled growth. Because there's so many things going on that you don't want to grow too fast because that'll put you out of business as quick as not having enough business. And we pretty much pick and choose our customers so we don't really have to worry about the business. They come to us. And uh, right now, we've got two projects that we're working on, the one I told you about with the fiber. And then I'm working with another company out of Toronto that is developing a heart rhythm product that will monitor your your heart rhythm and then use artificial intelligence to do analytics on it.
0: I'm really interested in that one about monitoring the heart rhythm. Uh, we're starting to see more wearable devices. I mean, I'm wearing my Apple watch right now and it's got various sensors in it. I bought a sleep uh, mattress cover that monitors sleeping and things like that. But it always struck me that your clothes are the logical device to really measure your movement, your uh, uh, your your heart rate, your perspiration rate, things, your temperature, et cetera. Are you moving into that space where your clothes will be health devices as well as fashionable? We-
1: we are focusing on preventive medicine. And so what we want to do is use artificial intelligence to give you analytics that will tell you what will possibly go wrong with you before it happens, so that you can address it before it becomes an issue and it becomes catastrophe medicine. So our focus is to give you information and give you ways of preventing your your, your health from going down. And
0: And so what kinds of conditions are you looking at first? and and how are you doing it? Are you building sensors into the clothes into, that the, into the
1: into the products uh, as far as the, the sensors are being built into the products? Yes. And uh, we have GPS built into like motorcycle jackets that will tap you on the shoulder and tell you which direction to go. we got hot and cooling fibers that adjust to the temperature. We've got all kinds of different fibers and things that were that are coming into play right now. We're doing uh, cactus leather out of mexico we've uh, actually got a, a factory i mean a, a facility there that's developing cactus leather products for us so we're going completely sustainable but we're looking at the nanobiotech aspect of it how to really focus in on that area the, the, if you're not going to have your smart cities somebody has to build the products for the smart cities and that's our focus and that's where right now in the smart products the, it's projected by the year 2028 to be a $150 billion industry. Mm-hmm. So that's a huge growth potential right there, just in that one area.
0: Are we going to get to a point, you think, in the next 10 or 20 years where most clothes are smart clothes and that do something besides just look great and have been designed in innovative ways, but actually have some function uh, as well? Besides
1: coverage, (laughs) we're already there. And that's why I said utilitarian, because your clothing will become a part of your lifestyle and it'll function within your quality of life and it'll give you a better quality of life. And that's our focus now. So Uh, there'll be sensors to monitor pretty much everything. And with Web3, as you already know, your data will be with with the autonomous technology, everything's going to move to you being able to own your own data. So that'll help, too. And with uh, stable diffusion technology, with the compression capacity that it has, it's going to really change the way the internet works, period.
0: Well, Sam, this has been fascinating. Thank you for giving us this quick update on what C2C fashion and technology is doing. How can our listeners find out more about this? First of all, what's your your web Share your website URL with it's, our listeners. It's
1: concept, the concept the number two consumption.com. And that'll take you into all of our other divisions. And we have another eight divisions that are listed there. And it'll take you through all the different areas that where we focus in from the, the production all the way through to the technology aspect of it.
0: All right. And you have a space here in Austin, Texas. Can people come and see that space if they happen to be it's, in Austin in their factory?
1: The, the facility is, is on by appointment only, and it's at the ACC Highland uh, Campus. That's our main facility here in Austin now. And it's wow. called the ACC Fashion Incubator there.
0: Well, I'm definitely going to make an appointment to come see that, Sam. It sounds fascinating. And thank you for coming on the Austin Forum Upload. I've been meaning to do this, gosh, it must have been for a few years, and then a pandemic happened, and then various other things. But I'm glad you came on, and I'd really like to make sure that we uh, share. I'm glad you shared that URL with our listeners. I'm going to try to take a tour of the place, and let's see if we can't plan something in 2024, which is about tech and fashion as one of our big monthly events.
1: Well, we we have such a – there's no – silos in any industry anymore. It's all about decentralized collaboration and people understand IoT. And our goal is to become the foundation IoT of connecting everything into one complete ecosystem. And so that's what we're focused in on as far as the the future. Great. Well,
0: thanks for joining us, Sam. Look forward to seeing you in person again soon and to finding out more about the progress of your company.
1: Thank you, Jay. Thanks for having me. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Austin
0: Forum Upload. You can listen to additional episodes and check out a schedule of our monthly in-person events at austinforum.org. The Upload is a
1: production of the Austin Forum on Technology and Society, a nonprofit organization here in Austin, Texas.